Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And then the next day I called. There was still no bed and they said, call again tomorrow. So I called on Wednesday and there was still no bed. They said to call again on Thursday. So I called on Thursday morning and there was still no bed. And they said, call again tomorrow. So now I'm, this is my fourth day that I've been in labour with contractions. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey 
Hey, my beautiful friend, if you suffer from anxiety and are sick of all the ways it's taking over your life, please take a look at Panic Away. For over 10 years now, Panic Away has been showing people how to break anxious patterns and get their old carefree self back, the person they were before anxiety ruled their life. Panic Away shows you how to break the anxiety loop and it gives your nervous system a chance to relax. It's totally drug-free and highly successful and it helps people with all levels of anxiety. Panic Away comes with a full money-back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's time to take back control of your life, your happiness and your freedom. A life free of anxiety is like living an entirely different life. Click the link in the show notes for access to Panic Away. Hey, my beautiful friends. I hope you are so well. My new blog is up and running and I'm so super excited to be able to share it with you. It's called Heal. And this week, I'm sharing 21 ways to spot a narcissist. This is a really important post, actually, because pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to about their relationship with a narcissist starts out where they have no clue that this is who they're dealing with. Because the narcissist starts out very charming when they're in that love bombing phase. But soon enough... They're devaluing and discarding and oof, it's the worst because it's really just like total confusion. The link to the blog is in the show notes, so please go ahead and get all the information on how to spot a narcissist from that link or just go to howmyparentsraisedme.com. This week's quick chat episode is about how the effects of trauma take away our power and our voice. Essentially, we become people pleasers. And that means that inside we have low self-worth, we're self-critical, we're anxious, lost. But on the outside, we might be super reliable, helpful, organized, loyal, caring. We do everything we can to show the world that we're good enough. Sharina was manipulated as a teen. She was isolated to the point that she was self-harming. And many years later, when Sharina was giving birth to her first child, she ended up in labor for five days, sent home every single day because there were not enough beds. She never spoke up or questioned what was happening to her. And looking back, she can see how powerless she actually was. It's terrifying the effects that low self-worth have on trauma survivors. We pick the story up as Sharina is describing her experience of going into labor with her first child. Can I just take a step back about that five-day labor? Yeah. Did you say? How does, yeah. how does that happen? So I haven't I, heard of, that's a long time. It, yes, it was very long. <laughs> it was very painful. So I, like I said, I was in a car crash too, so that caused a back injury. That was about five years, five and a half years ago now. And with my pregnancy with Ezra, towards the end of the pregnancy, I could barely walk because my back pain was so bad. So I was actually booked in to be induced. So I went in on the Monday and they started the induction process and induced me. So I was in labor having contractions 
And then I got sent home because they didn't have a bed for me. And they said, you can come back tomorrow, call us in the morning. So I went home and was feeling, I got sent home with some Panadine for it, which did not help when I was having contractions. And then the next day I called, there was still no bed and they said, call again tomorrow. So I called on Wednesday and there was still no bed. They said to call again on Thursday. So I called on Thursday morning and there was still no bed. And they said, call again tomorrow. So now I'm, this is my fourth day that I've been in labor with contractions. Oh, and I should backtrack on the Monday night. I stayed in the hospital that night and they sent me home on the Tuesday morning. But that night they checked how dilated I was and I was seven and a half centimeters dilated. And she said that his head was, she literally just put in half a finger and she could feel his head was was there ready and then I was sent home (laughs) and then on the Thursday afternoon he stopped moving so we went into the hospital because he obviously stopped moving to get it checked out and it turns out his heartbeat was all fine and everything I was just extremely dehydrated and hungry which now I can look back on and it makes sense because I don't even really remember eating or drinking during that time because I was in so much pain so they pretty much just said like, you just need to eat something and have plenty of water and call again tomorrow. And I was at the hospital and I was just crying because I just wanted this baby out of me. I thought nobody was going to let me have this baby, but they, they put me into labor. So they sent me, I had a student midwife and she was incredible. She um, was there while I was crying and I was just scared. This was my first baby and I didn't know any different. And I was crying to her and she went and spoke to the head of the ward, I guess. And somehow they magically found a bed for me. (laughs) So that no, they said, go home, have a big meal because you are hungry um, and come back at eight o'clock. So I went back at eight o'clock and I was allowed to finish the induction and have the baby. So Ezra was born at five o'clock in the morning on the Friday after they started the labor on Monday at eight o'clock in the morning. But towards the end of the labor, he actually had to be, we had to do a vacuum delivery and I had an episiotomy because his heart rate dropped during labor and I wasn't able to push him out quick enough. So they had to get him out. But yeah, so it was a very traumatic experience, very painful experience, but yeah. Wow, that is crazy. And I don't think I've heard of people being sent home like that that yeah. many times that seems ridiculous yeah now that I look like now that I'm ref- I've been able to reflect on it it was definitely not normal and people I've spoken to that work at the hospital are shocked that it even happened but I guess at that time like it was my first baby I had no voice I didn't realize that it was that abnormal I just I followed the professional advice and just stayed at home and suffered at home but yeah so when I went in for I had to be induced with my second baby Wyatt as well and I went in and I said to the actually said to the lady just so you know this is what happened last time so as soon as you start this process I'm not leaving the hospital unless my baby's in my arms and then she started the process at eight o'clock in the morning and I actually went into labor naturally myself during the day so (laughs) he came naturally himself so I didn't even have to be induced properly with him but yeah (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. And I love that in between your first and second baby, you found your voice enough to say that. And I think 
you know, and I remember that as well. The first baby is so confusing. You've got no idea. You know, you've read the books, you've gone to some classes, mm-hmm. but you really are relying on other people to to get you through because it's something you don't know anything about, you know. Yes. So if you haven't got the right people around you and then the second time it's like, okay, I know I know a lot more now, but the fact that you've walked in and, <laughs> and said, I'm not leaving till I'm with my baby, I love that. That's, that's amazing. Yes. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But, but were you left a bit traumatized after that birth? I was. I actually really struggled to bond with Ezra. You know, I loved him, of course, but through all those experiences that I've been through you know each of them puts me back into that dark place I was in 10 years ago when I was in that relationship some days are bad some you know some of them I get over in a couple weeks and some a couple months but with Ezra's birth and becoming a mum it took me about a year to become a human being again I wasn't just a mum anymore so I really struggled and I think a big part of that was because of that labor because my first experience of being a mum was nobody listening to me and listening to what I needed so yeah that really it was really hard and then me and Ezra struggled to we struggled with everything he he didn't sleep I wasn't able to breastfeed probably like there was there was just issue after issue with him. And I think that it all stemmed from the mindset that I created and the beliefs I had that started from that birth. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it happens to so many women. I was reading about a birth the other day where this woman had this most amazing birth doula, you know, the the women Mm -hmm. who come and, and just work with you through the whole process and she was talking about how amazing that was and and just how bonded and and all of those things you become and and I just thought but that should be what every woman has you know you just hear horror story after horror story about how hard it is for women to have a baby and I think we've lost that magical beautiful just just that ancient birthing ritual that we we are meant to have we're meant to be surrounded by other women we're meant to you know give birth in a beautiful way and these days it's so clinical there's so so much can go wrong and there's so much trauma that comes out of that it's something I think we need to really look at and try and change back to some of those old ways I feel Yeah, definitely. Even when I was in labor with Wyatt, like I said, they started the induction. So they, they pretty much made my cervix ready to give birth. Um, That was the first step. That's the only step I got through with Wyatt. And then I went into labor myself naturally. But as I was in labor, I was laying in the bed and I was 
screaming from contractions and the midwife it went on for a couple hours and the midwife just kept saying Carl wasn't there because by this point it was night and he had been sent home and the midwife just said oh they're just normal cramps from the procedure we did earlier and she just kept saying it's just normal are you sure like you're in that much pain and I'm like I'm screaming I'm in a lot of pain <laughs> can I have anything any painkillers because I'm really struggling and she'd say no you just had endo and I can't give you anything else why don't you have a shower so I went into the shower and I was sat in the little chair and I was just holding the handheld shower head on my stomach because I was having contractions and I was screaming I heard a little knock on the door and at this point it's been probably about four hours she knocks on the door and she says is it your back that's hurting or your stomach and I said it's my stomach I this isn't right this isn't just normal I think I might be in labor and she said oh okay let's let's get you dressed and we'll go just have a look anyway she had a look and I was almost eight centimeters dilated I'd been in labor for four hours and she said oh it's probably time to call your partner <laughs> so I called Carl he comes in with an hour to spare so he was there for the last hour of the labor so thankfully he was there for the birth but my mum was supposed to be a support person too and she walked in as I was crowning but through that whole process I'm not really that scarred from that I don't think I kind of look back and just think that one midwife just did not listen to me obviously but that whole experience was just again they're not listening to the woman that knows her body and that meant that my mum nearly missed the labor nearly missed the birth of her grandson but also I wasn't able to have any pain relief like I wanted so I had to have fully natural and I wanted to have an epidural because of my back injury so I missed out on the birth that I wanted because they weren't listening to me again so yeah it's just the whole system and how it's just all too clinical they just don't listen to the women they just listen to themselves yeah I think it's criminal actually the way that you were treated did you say you didn't get the pain medication that you no, needed? No, I wasn't able to have any pain, pain relief because I was too far into the labour. There wasn't enough time to give me anything. But if they'd listened to me three hours earlier, I would have been able to have something. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Oh, that's a lot to go through. And it's so important, isn't it, that we have a voice and we speak and especially as women that we have a voice in the world and how are you going to be teaching your boys to have a voice I think it just kind of starts with just talking about it you know teaching them that you know it doesn't have to be difficult we don't need to make a big conversation where we sit down with our kids at the dining table all as a family and make it one big conversation just bring it into your everyday life incorporate general conversation around it you know something we do at dinner each night is say to Ezra why it's obviously only five months old but we say to Ezra how was school today and he usually blows it off good that's what he says just good but then if we say oh are you finding anything a bit hard to deal with is there anything you're struggling with if we ask more specific questions like that you're, you're opening that conversation up because there's no yes or no answer it's like they sit there and they actually think, do you know what? That little boy took my toy today and that made me sad, you know, because that's Ezra's age problems. So I think if we just incorporate it into our everyday life, don't make it such a big deal. 
you know, just let your kids see you doing things too. Ezra watches me do my journaling and he watches me meditate and do my yoga and things like that. And I've explained to him, I do those things because it makes mummy feel really good. It makes mummy feel happy and calm and it helps me be a better mummy. And I say that to Ezra. And now if he gets out of bed early and he sees me doing my journaling, he goes and gets his journal and sits next to me and he does journaling. You know, it's just little scribbles on a page, but he's adding those things into his life because that's what kids do. Kids will copy you. So if you just set the example, they'll copy you. So just bring it into your everyday life. That's probably my biggest advice. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.